Welcome to the M&A Cornercast, a podcast focused on the world of mergers and acquisitions. Helping inform the business owners and advisors we work with every day. I'm your host, Chuck Dallas. I have more than 10 years of experience with mergers and acquisitions, both from a corporate perspective and as an outside advisor. Today we have a real treat. We have with us Chris Lay, who is the Managing Director for our Buy-Side Advisory Services with Cornerstone Business Services. Chris is from Seal Beach, California, so Orange County. Welcome, Chris. Glad to have you aboard. Thanks, Chuck. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you very much for having me. So, Chris, I understand you're fairly new to Cornerstone and you're not located here in Wisconsin. So, can you (laughs) introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about your background? I'd be very happy to. Sure. I grew up in a little ranching community called Eagle, Idaho. Attended primary school, high school and college there. Between my junior and senior year of undergraduate, I, I... interned down in Southern California in, a, in San Diego at a place called Scripps Research Institute, which has a neuroscience program for undergrads. And I was absolutely captivated by neuroscience as a young person. And okay. so when I graduated, I made my way down to Southern California. I worked as a research tech there at Scripps. Several years after that, attended graduate school just a little bit north at the University of California, Irvine, in Orange County. I studied ways in which EMTs or paramedics can begin to image the brain of a person that's had a traumatic brain injury or a stroke. And to do so in the back of an ambulance or helicopter to buy that person a little bit more time before they reach the operating suite. So. My thesis work was all about trying to figure out where someone's uh, problem was occurring in their brain so we could communicate that to the right people ahead of their arrival uh, at the, as I said, at the operating suite. Okay. Okay. You've had a unique experience, you know, coming not only from academia, but also you were a business owner at one time and had actually gone through a sale. So how did you come to the M&A world and specifically come to M&A as a buy-side advisor. Yeah, you know, after finishing up my doctorate, I was part of a startup company called Ultrawave Labs. The goal at Ultrawave was really to commercialize some of my thesis work. We, we wanted to see it exist in the real world, so to speak. Along the way, we attracted the attention of Johnson & Johnson's venture capital company, which was at the time called COSAT. As seminal as my first discovery of the brain was working with the really fantastic team at Johnson & Johnson. Their ability to wear a clinician's hat, immediately switch gears and understand the raw data we were providing, and then switch back again into an investment management perspective. I love this multi-position player role. It it really was a light bulb moment for me. And so that was the key thing that set me down the path for um, investing and entrepreneurship in general. In your role now with Cornerstone, with Buy-Side Advisory Services, who uses Buy-Side Advisory Services, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. You know, in our space, which I, I think we can properly define as the lower middle market, 
we find that our clients fall into, broadly speaking, one of two categories. There are either what we'd call financial buyers. So this would be high net worth individuals or family offices that are hoping to provide a long-term home for a, a, a thriving small business. Okay. The other category we encounter quite often would be the strategic buyer. So this would be a large company that is hoping to grow through acquisition, meaning they'd like to purchase a series of smaller companies in their space that would complement their current organizational structure, either by expanding their geography or expanding into new service lines. So they're really saying to you, Chris, I have an interest in bolting on this type of business, which complements what we're doing. And then you and your staff would would be out looking for those opportunities. Exactly right. Yes. In the example that you just provided, you know, our, our team will typically begin an engagement by canvassing an area. Typically, our clients have a particular geography that they'd like to stay within. We'll make a survey of every company in that region that fits their particular priority or criteria. Um, and one of the things that I think is really particular and is a differentiator for Cornerstone is our proprietary search process. You know, we really don't leverage a lot of, say, the you know well-known platforms online that are sort of aggregators of all these businesses. Sure. We really are committed to handwritten notes, directly calling, when capable, visiting companies firsthand. And by establishing that level of very direct relationship, whether or not that's a, it's a company we end up working with either on the buy side or sell side, that's a relationship that is valuable. And hopefully we bring value back to those people as well. And we, in this way, we create a growing network of trust wherein we find referrals, we find guidance, uh, and hopefully, again, we, we can be resources right back to those companies as well. Our listeners may be thinking to themselves, well, if they're high net worth individuals, maybe they should be doing this themselves. But those investors that are out there have a lot of activities going on with their current businesses. And and so to have a dedicated team that can be out there searching for opportunities within their criteria, that's really why you engage a, a buy side advisor like yourself, correct? I would agree. Yeah. It largely is a function of people's time, capability, and bandwidth. Yes. You know, oftentimes we find business owners that maybe have or maybe have not gone through the process of a, of a transaction before. But even if they've got the time to search in the space and find companies, they often would like to avail themselves of professionals that day in and day out are working through the mergers and acquisitions process. Right. And so, you know, in, in that capacity, we, we like to really, really dig into our advisory role as well. Because again, this is what we do every day, day in yep. and day out. And so providing that extra perspective or second viewpoint when someone's at a particular or challenging moment in their transaction in addition to helping them out and sort of being an outsourced uh, team, we, we really do like to 
provide additional value as, as that advisor or additional perspective. Yeah, you're one of the crucial team members to to help them grow the way that they'd like to. I mean, you know, face it, their local CPA or their attorney that would help with the transaction really doesn't have the access to uh, to nationwide or even international circles like a firm like Cornerstone and what you and your staff can do. Yeah, I'm talking my own book at this point, but I would tend to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, so we're kind of going through some crazy times. I mean, most of us thought the pandemic was over and now we see on the national news that it's uh, popping up all over the place again. But maybe our listeners are thinking to themselves, who is out there buying a business during this this time period? But what is the environment like for buy-side clients today? It has been such a chaotic time in a lot of different ways. And one would imagine that business activity in our space would be really, really suppressed during this sort of period. But quite honestly, we've seen the exact opposite. And, and there's a number of different reasons I think this, is, this would be the case. But on the buyer's end of things, if one is an investor and they are seeing this much turmoil in the public markets um, and in large corporations, the lower middle market space can be very, very attractive. You know, Because typically, we're looking at companies that have 30 plus years of financial history to appreciate. Right. They typically have very strong, but very straightforward operations that one can appreciate, even if they are not an expert in that specific domain. And, um, you know, they are priced at a point that makes a life changing difference for the seller of that company, but is not at these multiples, say, you know, when we're seeing in the news what Hertz, as an example, is trading for, even though it's a bankrupt company, right? There's a little bit more comfort in paying the right price, which would be a fair price for both buyer and seller. So there really is a vibrant market, I think, because of the health and vitality in the lower middle market space. The short answer, Chuck, would really be, we have seen a huge uptick in business over the last couple of months. And um, as we've gone into the summer here, honestly, that's, that's only grown as more and more people realize, okay, you know, despite how challenging and what a tragedy COVID has been, we are at some point going to return back to a more daily life, a more regular life. And, you know, in America, we're business people, we're pioneers, right? right? We, as a society, I think, insist on moving forward and continuing to grow. And and we certainly see that in our space. I think our owner, Scott Bushke, has mentioned this in, in one of his recordings, there was a lot of money that was out there with private equity firms, uh, with family owned, you know, mm-hmm. before the pandemic. And and it's still out there, isn't it? I, I, I mean, you, you're right. Maybe the stock market has too, too much volatility for me to invest right now. But here's a solid business that's over here. And that's worthwhile for me to invest into that business. I completely agree. You know, our analysis would estimate that there is more than 500,000 small businesses that are in the country right now that do not have a succession or transition plan in place, meaning they're looking for a long-term home for their business as they're getting ready to retire. And that really constitutes literally a historic wealth transfer 
that our, our world has never seen before. Right. So it's a fascinating time to be in this space. We, we really enjoy it. And on the flip side, uh, Chris, we both know that there's some industries, there's uh, some business owners that this pandemic has, uh, you know, brought them right down. I mean, you mentioned yeah. the Hertz, yeah. but there's also the the tavern industry, the restaurant industry that some folks just won't be able to pull out of this. They won't have that opportunity to sell, correct? Unfortunately so. There may be opportunities to put together a structure that works and is creative. This, if, if in no other case, would I really, really strongly advise people to find a, an advisor, find an expert that they trust, can develop a relationship and work with to try to find a great exit strategy for themselves, given how challenging the situation is. If for no other reason, I think it makes great sense, both on the buy side and the sell side, to avail yourself of, just like you would a great attorney, a great M&A advisor to help navigate these challenging times. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Uh, it, you know, it, it doesn't hap- have to happen overnight. Uh, that's right. Can, well you said. Know, you can visit with an advisor, get yourself prepared, uh, look at an exit planning strategy. Uh, and, and then on the other side, a, a firm like we're involved with, uh, Chris, uh, we, we have both buy side and sell side services. So we can talk to each other and say, here's a great opportunity for those that are looking to invest on the buy side mm-hmm. and then help the sell side client uh, shore themselves up so they are viable to sell at some point in time into the future. Completely agreed. And you know, one of the things that I'm always struck by is how much greater value one can create as a business owner with some very, very simple preparations going into a sale. Even if that sale is six, nine, 12 months or more into the future, you know, some, some simple mechanics or some simple practices of working through operations, putting together a really complete and comprehensive handbook of your operations, working with your CPA or financial controller to really have tight, cohesive, and consistent financials that reflect the business practices and operations over the last few years. Right. There's some very simple, very inexpensive measures that people can employ that make a huge difference in the value that they command when, when uh, in the M&A process. And just as you said, I think it makes sense to look ahead. It doesn't have to be today, right. um, but you can start to chart that course and really have some amazing outcomes. Now, unfortunately, we see that you have a person that has a very solid business, but that owner or you know, one or two key people within that business are really the goodwill and what make that what makes that business successful. And if something happens to them, it could be that your business is worth very little. Key man risk is critical. I mean, right. that that's certainly something we focus in on 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 the buy side for sure. Is okay. Are we are we getting our clients into a situation where there is? a deep bench of very talented employees that are excited and committed to this company? Or is it all about sort of that one central figure? And that, that right. certainly changes, the, that changes the equation. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, what industries do you think are going to be of interest as we move forward in 2020, 2021 to buy side clients? Uh, you know, this is a question that we are discussing all the time and we're sort of planning and provisioning for what our, what our future may look like. I would say right now, the areas that are particularly active for us have been companies in the manufacturing space, okay. companies in the healthcare industry for all the obvious reasons there. Right. Probably technology. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, companies that are in the technology space that that are helping people do business, live their lives in these challenging circumstances as well. Right. We're definitely in some unusual times in 2020. I think all of us will be happy to see 2020 leave. But there are some industries that have really thrived you know, that home improvement side with everybody being well at home. That it's amazing. Those clients have stayed busier during this time period than maybe what they've had over the last three to five years. So the money is still out there, even from the individual side, for them to improve their house and face it, they're stuck in their house. <laughs> so they're saying, man, I, I need some new carpet. I need some paint. I need some new wall covering, you know. So yeah. There's certain industries that, that have really benefited uh, during this un unusual time period. And, uh, it, and it may be a good time for them to be using a company like Cornerstone to, to help them through this. I, I would agree very strongly. Good. Well, folks, true pleasure to visit with Chris Lay. Again, our managing director on the buy side for Cornerstone. He's on the West Coast. So he's at Seal Beach, California. Chris, it's been a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to the M&A Cornercast. Hopefully we gave you some insight into the world of mergers and acquisitions. We'll see you back again next Thursday with a brand new episode.